What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 94. Today with my guest, Andrew Janicek. He's a banjo player in a few different Maryland area bluegrass groups, including Bilgewater, Rock Creek Revival, and Solid Hollow. Um, I met him the other weekend while he was out playing at Harper's Ferry Brewing in West Virginia. And uh, by the sound of it, Andrew's been playing all over the DMV and a little bit out west as well. Um, I was able to feature a live recording that he sent to me of Rock Creek Revival. Um, So that will be coming up shortly and gives you a pretty good idea of their sound. He's got a couple shows coming up this month, uh, one of which is at Upper Stem Brewing in Hagerstown, November 20th, and then one at Monument City Brewing here in Baltimore the weekend after. So uh, whether you're friends or fans of his, uh, hopefully you can make it out to one of the shows or uh, hopefully you enjoy the interview. Kind of just talked about bluegrass and uh, talked about some of the new music that they're uh, collectively working on in uh, his aforementioned bands. Um, I should also mention that Solid Hollow is a double banjo group featuring his buddy Philip Sailor Weiser, who goes by the stage name Strip Mall Ballads. So uh, get a little shout out in there for him. But uh, anyway, hopefully you yourself are doing all right out there. Maybe uh, getting out to some gigs or playing some shows. Uh, I'm just getting into fall here in Maryland, but it seems like there's still plenty going on. And the weather is particularly nice this week. Um, As always, thanks for supporting local music. We all definitely appreciate it. And you can follow or subscribe to this podcast should you so choose. Um, Yeah, last thing I got to say is this podcast is now partially brought to you by the Music Video Accelerator course, which is the first online course that teaches you how to make your own professional music videos on your iPhone, as well as uh, cameras and stuff like that. So you can learn more at musicvideoaccelerator.com and mention the Part-Time Rockstar podcast for a discount. But yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. So without further ado, we'll get to the interview with Andrew Jensen. Saturday uh, on the Maryland side in Washington County. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering if you were like deep in the heart of West Virginia. No, not that far. I mean, it's it's pretty far out there, but it's, uh, you know, it's like 30 minutes from Frederick, 30 minutes from Hagerstown. So it is, it's kind of the middle of nowhere, but, you know, it's, uh, I can be places if I need to be places. Yeah, it is a cool neck of the woods. Um, and obviously, Harper's Ferry is a pretty good brewery as well. Um, I guess uh, welcome to what I call the part-time rock star podcast. It's just something that I do to, you know, largely help out my friends' bands uh, around the area. So it was cool to run into you this weekend. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, I appreciate what you're doing. It's, I was looking at your 
the guys you've had on before, and it's uh, it's a lot of cats uh, from back home in Anne Arundel County, and guys, uh, some guys I've played with or you know grew up with or haven't seen in a while, but like it's always uh, it's always nice to to see those guys get out there. They uh, those guys kill it, man. I love the I love the whole Annapolis crew. So anybody that's uh, friends with them is friends of mine. You know. Awesome. Who may I ask in particular stands out uh, or jumped out at you that you know? Anyone stand out from guys you've had on before? No, who do you know who's been on the show? Uh, I saw Scribe, Kabusi, uh, you know, okay. that, whole, that whole crew. Uh, you know, I, I grew up in Arnold, so, uh, you know, I love, love the whole Annapolis crew. That's why I'm glad glad to be playing with Bilgewater as well. We get to get to go back down there and play and hit up some of those breweries um, down that way as well. So, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I was looking at your guys' uh, itinerary there over uh, 2021, and uh, looks like you hit up a lot of good spots. You know, besides Harper's Ferry, like uh, Inverness, and um, some other ones like you're saying around Annapolis. I think uh, you might have had Crooked Crab on there. So. I'll be um, I'll be at Crooked Crab on Saturday with Bilgewater. We were um, we were supposed to play there back uh, back before COVID, or they were supposed to play. So they haven't played there in like two years. Um, but yeah, I mean, we shit. If I if I go back and look at that at where we've been this year, it feels like we've been to like every brewery clear across uh, yeah. the state and everybody. Uh, now Inverness is really cool. They um, uh, it's a hike, you know, for me, it's coming, yeah. you know, it's complete, opposite, <laughs> complete opposite ends of the end of the state, but, uh, their, their property is probably the, one of the nicest, if not the nicest, uh, you know, like barn, you know, place that we've like played in. And I mean, they're, they're the, they're kind of like Harper's Ferry where it doesn't matter, you know, what time of day or whenever, like that place is just packed, you know, it's, there's a nonstop oh, yeah. people in and out. So it's fun to play, you know, it's different. It's not. Um, you know, there are places we play where people are, you know, there for the music or, you know, places we play where people are just kind of more touristy, you know, in and out. Uh, sometimes yeah. it's, a, it's a mix of both, but yeah, I got to see, I got to see a bunch of, a bunch of cool places. So I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not picky at all, really. <laughs> yeah, that's no, good. I like, uh, like going to a few of those spots myself, whether I'm, uh, whether I'm playing or just, uh, you know, hanging out. So uh, looks like you're doing some pretty good work there. Uh, plus, you're in, um, I guess, at least three bands, from what I can tell. Yeah, it's a, it's a, probably a three, four-ish type type of deal. I mean, um, Rock Rock Creek was my original kind of get-go. That um, back when I first started playing bluegrass, um, those are the first cats that we got together with and jammed, and it just turned into a band and. Um, there's been some personnel changes and people have moved and had babies and had kids and, you know, the whole nine yards, but we've managed to keep, you know, the, the core and the, some semblance of the core for five years now. So that's, that's kind of the main one that takes up most of my booking. Um, and then last year, uh, Bilgewater coming out of COVID, I guess their banjo player was an older, older gentleman was you know, they, like a lot of people, you know, that was, he was like, I'm not playing, I'm done playing music. I'm not going to, you know, breweries and yeah. <laughs> places. Like that. And so it's, it sucked, but, um, I knew Jimmy, the bass player, him and I 
played in the same orchestra, actually, uh, in middle school. He played bass. I, I grew up playing cello uh, and some other instruments. But um, I, they were lucky enough to reach out to me and ask if I wanted to basically join Billswater. And I knew they were gigging pretty hard, too. Um, so I was like, you know, probably shouldn't, but <laughs> I'm, I'm going to <laughs> because yeah. it's fun. Um, so that was, that was probably that, – those are like the two bands. Um, the iteration that you saw on Saturday – um, I do a handful of times a year. That's, you know, Andrew Janice like, and, and friends. Um, mm -hmm. That's basically whoever's available. <laughs> you know, and yeah. I try to, I try to, it's basically those, those two guys on Saturday are my main, you know, it's also basically an excuse. You know, I have friends that are, that are in other bands and, you know, got a bunch of shit going on and are, are, uh, you know, have kids and babies and stuff. So if I can nab them for like, three dates a year, four dates a year, something like that. And we, you know, it's just the three of us, sometimes four of us like that. So that's, I don't necessarily call that a band, but, you know, but it is. And yeah. I mean, guys are fun as hell to play with. Like there's basically an excuse because there's Dave uh, Zalanka, guitar player and, and, and singer and Addison uh, Bartlett, who's also in um, really, really good local bluegrass band, but those guys rip. And so, if I can book some gigs with them and call that a band, sure, why not? Um, and then the the recent addition would be a double banjo <laughs> uh, oh, nice. duo that I've got. Uh, there's a guy, I'll have to, I should send you over some of his stuff because he'd be a really interesting guy to talk to. Uh, his name's Phillips Weiser. He goes by, uh, or his, his band solo stuff is called Strip Mall Ballads. Um, he's, he's won a whammy for best folk album. Like, he's, nice. he's a super like accomplished like songwriter and, and he happened to be at a bluegrass jam uh in frederick and we started just playing next to each other and we we're like well it's you know this doesn't suck this <laughs> this is cool so um we've yeah. been kind of shaping that thing for the last couple months and we've got a couple shows booked uh uh in december out in frostburg and then one down here um so I guess that's four, maybe I'd say, you know, three and a half, three and a half bands. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, who, who's really counting, you know? I don't know, you know, it keeps me busy. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's my, those are my weekends, you know, at this point in my life. So, yeah, you know, can't complain. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with being busy and nothing wrong with being uh, in high demand, I would say, either. Um, I noticed you got some guitars there in the background. This is really just uh an audio podcast so uh people won't necessarily be able to see but um i guess i just figure you've probably been uh you know chicken picking on the banjo there for eons at this point given how you're playing uh saturday there but uh, um, you might be a guitar player too i don't know uh, uh neither i wish because that, that would probably be pro i'd probably be further along where i would like to be um if i had played guitar but no i, I actually grew up playing piano uh okay. and cello so I had a super, uh, you know, musical childhood, and yeah. I, I went uh, I went to Archbishop Spalding High School on a you know a music scholarship and played in the orchestra and awesome. did, did that. Um, but then kind of got burned out and didn't really you know when I went to college I didn't bring my piano or you know or cello. Mm -hmm. um, so that was kind of that. But then uh, I got I always always been really into listening to music but once uh you know music festivals and and that kind of stuff and listening to music you know came about uh the first time i heard bluegrass i was just like captivated by the banjo one of those things where i was like i have i have to uh learn that but that i mean that was in 2000 like 
12, 13. I've only been playing banjo for about six, seven years. I'd say seven years now, um, yeah. for real. And it's a man. It's it's tricky. It's it took me, like yeah. God, bless, you know, my roommates at the time. <laughs> luckily, they like huh. they like bluegrass, but. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one to get rolling on. I don't think I played it in public for the, you know, like yeah. two or three years um, after getting it. But I mean, yeah, I guess you know people people really love the banjo, and, and you know, it seems to be in high demand as far as like, you know, these, there's all these breweries, you know, are popping up everywhere, um, yeah. and people really like to go to breweries <laughs> and listen to bluegrass, yeah. you know, like, and we're lucky because we. Or, you know, I am and the guys that I've played with, at least, because we timed it kind of perfect when, you know, when we came up, like, six years ago, there, there you know, it's probably, like, 10% of the breweries that there are now, and they just, as they've popped up, you know, I've been like, hey, do you guys want bluegrass? And yeah. usually, sure, come on down. Um, you know, sometimes you play at a place once or twice, and it's not that great, or sometimes you end up playing there, you know, a couple years now, and it's, and it's great, but... Yeah, yeah, I'm grateful for what's all this that's happening for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm not in the same boat when it comes to uh, bluegrass per se, but I'm definitely in the same boat when it comes to just uh, seeing what breweries want, bands and stuff like that. Um, my bands are usually a little bit more toward the rock-oriented side of things, but, you know, right. acoustify it here and there. I guess the cool part was with uh bluegrass is like you're saying is like yeah i think whatever it was the mumford and sons um thing that happened and made it all blow up like it might have even been 10 years ago now at this point that we're still living in the echo of but um definitely within like the last five years i've noticed you know a lot of kids you wouldn't expect uh i do say kids there's plenty of uh you know more seasoned folks out there who love bluegrass uh, this entire time but like even some kids going out to like you know places in dc and like there's bluegrass festivals it's just yeah like, I, mean, uh, um, I mean i could i could probably I, I could talk for you know years about you know the yeah. blue, bluegrass history and where it when it when it ebbs and flows and when it gets popular there's there's so many factors that come into it i mean i i think to what you're saying that the festival thing, like bluegrass becoming more jam grassy and like yeah. more more accessible for people that are, you know, maybe going to Bonnaroo or wherever, you know, wherever for the first time or having a good time and they happen to stumble across bluegrass, you know. I know plenty of people that kind of came into it in that way. And mm -hmm. then I also know people, you know, you know, our mandolin player's dad was a preacher. Like, you know, he yeah. grew up uh, singing, singing hymns and, you know. So I, I, it's cool because bluegrass can seems to have a pretty wide, um, you know, scope of people that it appeals to. And then even on top of the people that, that already like it, like when you're at a place like, you know, Harper's Ferry or, or somewhere and, and it's a, the right vibe and, it, you know, there are people that are just like, I say it all the time, like you don't know that you like bluegrass until you hear it. And then you're like, oh, snap. Yeah. I, I kind of like bluegrass. You know, I've never, I've never played it. But uh, I've never played it for somebody and, and then just been like, it's awful. You know, it's just, I've never heard this before. And it's it's yeah. kind of cool. And some people get into it. Some people don't, you know, it, it is, you know, it's not for everybody. Um, but outside in the fall, it's, uh, you know, Harper's Ferry Brewing, you know, people, people yeah. seem to like. No, nah, man, it definitely crushes, especially in that environment. Uh, I liked your guys, uh, Tyler Childers cover there. It was a good one. At least the one that I saw. 
Uh, yeah, no, we uh, we like to, that's that's another reason why I like to play with Dave because he's uh, he's got some killer songs uh, in his back pocket. He's also uh, we we don't do as many of his originals anymore, but he's got a ton of probably the best songwriter um, that I that I play with or know. But yeah, man, playing songs like that uh, is always funny. If you and and that's what I'm noticing more and more, especially you know we play out not predominantly in this area, but we play yeah. enough and. West Virginia and Virginia and, and out here that uh, play a Tyler Childers song, everybody knows it. It's like, a, yeah. you know, it's it's not uh, not to be like completely corny, but like that's the wagon wheel. Not it's not to that point yet. But, like everybody, you know, everybody knows. Yeah. It. But nah, so we uh, anytime we can bust out a a, a non bluegrass you know song or bluegrass, that one's already bluegrassy enough. But we yeah. uh, that always gets it's always fun to. Uh, the audience and different people will be like, oh, like they're a classic rock or they're, oh, there's a yeah. dead Played that Yeah, song. I think you guys <laughs> threw in a, a Tom Petty song or something while I was there too. So yeah, it was cool. never, I mean, you can't play that song and somebody's yeah. not. You know, yeah. Tom Petty. <laughs> I guess, uh, you know, if I could be uh, uh, candid, I'm just surprised that you play in three and a half bands and there's nothing really up on Spotify like either original or cover yeah i mean that's um, the that's like kind of the step that we're at for pretty much all of my bands um you know we've learned we've learned and we've gotten good especially in, for rock creek for sure Bilgewater was kind of a different setup but yeah i mean rock creek started i mean we i'm literally talking like we had three songs and we were you know a farmer's market jam or you know just go to like an open mic type of deal and it was it grew into something completely different you know over the years and people people left and people came and we got i mean we play with some of like the best pickers around now and it's you know we've we've done the charm cities and the kingman islands and we've been to friggin ohio (laughs) open for the little smoke season but yeah it's never so we got to the point with this summer where we were before COVID where we said we need to freaking get something out there. Um, and we worked out, so we have six originals and our plan was to do that last winter. And it, and we were going to record it ourselves, all first timers, which <laughs> you can imagine how that would go. Um, so it just didn't go last year, but that's, that's been on the docket for Rock Creek and then Bilgewater. It's kind of the same thing where they've had some personnel changes. They've only been a band for two years. You know, and they've got enough. They've got some really kicking originals that I'm psyched yeah. that they that they let me play on. Um, so that's our plan. I think they're gonna do it with the. I don't know if you're familiar with like Kensington Studios. Yeah. They might do some videos there. I think uh, Jimmy Mumper's uh, good friends and tied in tied in with all those people. So yeah, we're definitely we've reached the point where you know there are places that we reach out to play or that we're you know planning to play where they're like. Where's the where's the Spotify? Where's the you know where's the where's everything? Where's the album? The EP? Yeah. We've heard that enough. Where we're like, all right, let's do it. So that is that is the plan for the winter as, as gigs slow down um, yeah. since we do a lot of outside stuff. That kind of we we're gonna shift into that mode. Um, I think so. I hope to I hope to have more more to offer you come come springtime. Uh, but oh yeah, no worries. I mean most of, I mean, yeah, it just happens to be alive. You know we learned. You know, we got to the point where we were just playing so much live that that was, those became our practices, you know, and that became, it was just like, all right, when's the show, when's, we're doing this, we're doing that, um, 
and so an album never fit in. But we have uh, we have more than enough original material now where we've decided that it is it is time, you know. <laughs> yeah, and that may be just the natural progression of the band, you know. Nothing wrong with that. Um, it sounds like you uh, definitely have the connections. I mean, you're talking about uh, the Kavusi um, and Scribes and people like that who are definitely, you know, obviously recording all the time. So uh, I figure, like, you're already friends with them. I'm sure they can help you out. But, um, yeah, man, looking forward to it. Whenever you get a, get around to it, it'll be uh, a good time to come back on the show. We'll, uh, yeah. you know, kind of get them on that way. Agreed. Yeah, no, it's it's nice to, uh, and I mean that. It, I know a lot of people, but the the guy, the cats in bluegrass. I mean, in Bilgewater, you know, they they've got all the connections down there in Annapolis as well. They're gonna, I think they're gonna set us up with the best possible, um, you know, whoever and whoever it is. Um, yeah. You know, I think job, uh, and same with Rock Creek. I got some out. That's the great part where I live is that you know in Virginia, in right down the road, there's there's tons of this stuff being done professionally and yeah. there's some really, really good bluegrass stuff out here that I think I'm, you know, we're going to look into and, and see, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited as well. It'll be, it'll be cool to finally be like this. Yeah. This is, this is what we've been doing for the last six years. <laughs> you know, yeah. every, every week on the porch. Uh, I promise we yeah. haven't, we're not <laughs> what we've been doing, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it should be that much more refined that way, you know, and, uh, yeah. it'll be good. So, like, I'm not really, like, uh, a bluegrass connoisseur. I don't really keep up the tabs or know. Uh, it's not really on purpose. It's not like I dislike it. I just don't know. So who are the guys that are, like, crushing it right now, like, uh, that you would say kind of, I don't know, are out there that people should watch out for or tour in or, or whatever? Yeah, I would say uh, if if you've never stepped into the realm of bluegrass right now, the the biggest cat out there is billy strings um right. he's you know he's selling out the anthem and red rocks and doing things gotcha. that most bluegrass bands don't really do um he's a yeah. killer guitar picker who's just doing out of this world stuff um so he he's awesome um the infamous string dusters green sky bluegrass those guys are also you know grammy winning bluegrass albums that put on incredible incredible live shows um and i think a lot you know a lot of people will say that's jam grass and that's not bluegrass that, but, it's know, not purist <laughs> it, you know like it, it really has i mean it's how i got into it it's not i have i have so much appreciation for both sides of, of yeah. bluegrass just if if you know that those are the people out there who i would recommend to get into it i could uh I could certainly blabber on and on about millions and <laughs> millions of bluegrass artists, yeah. but those guys right now that are killing it. Um, I think genres complement each other, hopefully, you know, or cross yeah. genres, whatever they are, variants of the same genre, you know, because they, they bring different audiences in that basically probably already like the same thing, you know what I mean? Exactly. And they're, they're yeah. the same people. They're, they're hanging out. They're having a good time listening yeah. to it. It is. It's. It's really fun to see any of those those bands I was I, I was talking about earlier live. Um, but yeah, I would. Those, those are the guys I think that are they're kind of like the biggest the biggest like uh, big guys out there. I'm trying yeah. to rack my brain trying to think of a good. Uh, there's there's a lot of good so, local bands. And, uh, yeah, I, could, I, I guess. 
one about the yeah, yeah I mean I would, local or big dogs I might have been way off the mark when I mentioned uh, Mumford and Sons it just seems like they're the most co- commercialized like banjo band that I know yeah, of. Uh, um, but they're so definitely true. not bluegrass I, I guess they're more just like acoustic rock if anything yeah and that's when you try to pigeon you know when you try to really narrow down like what what is this what is that yeah. especially it comes to bluegrass and there the thing is there are people that are like very into that especially in bluegrass yeah bluegrass has some hardcore traditionalists that you know if it's not a bass a stand-up bass uh a guitar a banjo uh mandolin and maybe a fiddle and they don't have their none of them are plugged in they're all mic'd like that's supposed to or you do a single mic like anything besides that is not bluegrass according to a lot according to a lot of people and yep. it's not the case, you know, but every, we've been plugging in since like the seventies. Um, yep. but yeah, it's, it's funny. There are, there are lines that are drawn, but then there's also not, there's, there's so many people that like, you know, like railroader is, is a very cool, cool band who they're not, I'm not going to call them a bluegrass band cause they're not, but they're, it's just good music. Like they have, yeah. they have bluegrass instrumentation, I guess that, that kind of gets is where it gets messy because if people see a banjo, you know, essentially, they're like, "Oh, it's bluegrass," or you know, "Oh, it's this or that," and it, and it's not like always that way. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's good music. I don't care, you know, what people call it. You know, it's it. I yeah. I like I I love the roots. I appreciate the roots. I you know I, I learned as much as I could about um, where bluegrass music came from and and all that stuff, but. That doesn't mean I can't go to a concert where somebody's plugged in and playing funky, you know, great dead on the dobro. Oh, yeah. You know, like, so I, I, I'd like to see it from both ends. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would say that, you know, if people are looking to get into bluegrass, freaking go to breweries, man. <laughs> there's some there's some awesome yeah. local uh, cats playing around here. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's fun. Yeah, you guys definitely do a good job. Um, I must say, I, I do frequent one or two breweries, and uh, I haven't seen a like outright bluegrass band. I feel like in a little while. Granted, it felt very much appropriate in West Virginia, but even at like uh, some of the ones here in Maryland that are kind of like out on the farm or whatever, sometimes it's just like uh, you know a cover band or whatever. So. Yeah, I, I, we used to. I mean, when I when Rock Creek started, when we um, started this whole thing um i was living in college park um sean my guitar player and um alex the mandolin player everybody was living in silver spring dc area um so we were playing down there and there we just started venturing farther and farther out because that's there you know out here there's milk house brewery wardeca in frederick yeah. you've got Smoketown, Idiom, Steinhardt, Attaboy, you know, there's just, and then the further west you go, it seemed like there was just more, more and more. And I, yeah. I myself moved out here uh, from College Park, like, just about three years ago. Um, and obviously, I do a lot of booking, so I happen to book a lot of things out this way, um, because yeah. <laughs> a lot of brew, I mean, I live... I live in the middle of nowhere, but the closest thing to me is a winery that's right over, like, through a cornfield um, that way. But, nice. yeah, I mean, Harpers Ferry is 10 minutes down the road. I don't know if you've ever been down to Charlestown, but Abolitionist Ale Works, like, freaking awesome place to play music and eat and drink. But, you know, I yeah. 
it seems that we seems to, it seems to be more common out here, but we we're trying to stretch it down there. We'll get down into Montgomery County. We'll be we'll be down in uh you know, we'll be down in Anne Arundel County at Crooked Crab on Saturday. So yeah. like I said, they hear it, when they hear it they're like it and then the, you know, as long as they tell the people who need to hear it that they want to hear some bluegrass, you know, we'll we'll come back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'll have this out by uh, Saturday, uh, at least on the on the web. But uh, that's definitely my neck of the woods is cricket crab. So oh, right uh, I'll I'll see if maybe I can make it back out again. Um, right on. We'll see. And um, if you have any more shows, kind of when I do release this, it, it, like I said, it, I don't know if I'll get it out by Friday per se. But uh, you know, I'll, I'll try to plug your next show as well. Yeah. Whatever. And I've uh, said. No worries on the timing. We'll uh, we'll have we'll always have some, man. We keep uh, people keep booking us, so we're just gonna keep <laughs> keep playing shows for now. But um, yeah, I'll uh, I can you know anything on that. I will say the uh, the website stays very up to date. Uh, my yeah. not me, my my guitar friend is a uh, is is good on the computer. So the website rockcreekrevival.com always has shows, and then um, anything we seem to I think we have all our bases covered with the Facebook and Instagram. We'll have the we'll have the new uh, double banjo thing. Will be it's in the makings right now, so that'll be that'll be coming out soon. And now that that one I think we'll be able to kind of like steamroll and get some recordings and some some really cool stuff out there because the guy I'm working with is really on top of that. So yeah, anything on the web we seem to we try to keep up with that. But I'll, I'll have to keep you up to date on any time we pop down there. Yeah, for sure. Just text me or whatever. Um... And then obviously, like when you do release stuff, obviously hit me back up. I'm, yeah, uh, trying Absolutely. to keep a little rotating cast of characters, I guess, if you will, on this thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a free for all at the end of the day. But um, whoever, right. uh, whoever's I, I, releasing like stuff. Said, yeah, like I said, man, all those all those guys uh, down your way are, are cool, and it seems to be a good scene. And anybody that wants to, you know, be a part of it, man. I'm uh, I'm here to talk whenever I'll I'll plug other people's stuff I'll I'll let you know when I'm when I'm coming out with stuff man. Yeah, so I guess the the main thing here is like I'll put in some of your music. I know you sent me some from a gig uh, at uh, Milk House. I don't know which band that was in per se, but uh, we got uh, we got Bilgewater, we got AJ and the Migos, we got Rock Creek Revival, and then of course your own name. Uh, Andrew Janicek so I will try to promote it probably just under your name I guess probably work that yeah. way yeah man whatever, whatever's the easiest man like I said I'll, uh, we'll get it all out there but yeah I appreciate that man it'll be uh, it'll be cool I'm trying to like I said I, I, I have some talented friends and play with some play with some talented people and it's always uh, it's always fun to go back home and, and see some people so yeah man Definitely over in Annapolis or, or wherever you end up over here. It's, uh, likewise, I'll have to text you, though, when I'm out that way again. Because it's, uh, as you know, actually a pretty easy drive. There's really rarely ever any traffic. It's not that bad, man. Everybody always, you know, yeah, I live in the middle of nowhere. But, it, you know, it's, it's if you can if you can um, fathom an hour, you know, hour 15, somewhere in there, then it's, it's not that bad. But yeah, I mean, if you're ever out here, there's, there's plenty of really cool spots. I can, uh, there's there. And they, a lot of these spots are booking good music too, man. There's, there's yeah. good music. It's, it's, uh, sometimes it's a hike. <laughs> Even for me, I've gone out to, you know, there's places in Pennsylvania and 
West Virginia, but I've been uh, the the further out I've reached and the more people I've I've uh, connected with that that play music out here, I'm just like, man, I'm gonna go see that. That sounds <laughs> that sounds really cool. That looks like a place. I went to a, a a wine shop in Pennsylvania. It was but it had a freaking greenhouse in the back. It was just covered, and I walked in, and it was the, the rowdiest bluegrass shop <laughs> I've been to in five years. It was just a hoedown. Yeah. You know, in the middle of a parking lot in a greenhouse, but yeah, cool stuff like that's going on out here, and, and so yeah, I just more like, people, more people that want to venture out here, the better, honestly. Yeah, I just like going out there a ton in the summer, you know, hang out in the river or whatever. Yeah, just go floating. So yeah, we do quite a quite a bit of that. It's a it's a it's a pastime for sure. Yeah, it's probably a good place, you know, peaceful and all that for songwriting too, and. And uh, I don't know if people have music studios out there tucked away, but it seems like it would be conducive, you know, for uh, for getting some music stuff it's, done. Uh, there's definitely, Winchester, Virginia is about 20, 25 minutes away. There's a lot of, like, very, um, very good pickers there. Gina Furtado, I took, took a few lessons a couple years back with her. She's a IBMA nominee, uh, you know, for best band player she's they have a studio down there that she records at there's there's some nice places i mean my back porch is is very peaceful i don't uh i write i write a lot but they're not none of them have words uh which is a funny funny thing but uh yeah it's i can't i can't complain and like i said i've been out here for like three years and uh i miss it's close enough i can go home you know it's not it's, it's an hour and a half yeah no but, you're but, it's really cool actually that it, you know for people who aren't from around here would really don't not know this geography, but Baltimore or DC is only an hour from being in West Virginia, like out on the river, out in the mountains, like out in the country. And you really are kind of out in the middle of nowhere pretty quick. It's not that far actually. Yeah, no, that's uh, as soon as I figured that out, that's when, you know, I was like, <laughs> I'd like to live out here and you know, there's a long story, but uh, yeah. I'm, I'm to be out here. It seems to be a, Seems to be a good time for for music, me mu- mu- musically and uh, you know everything that's going on. So yeah, man, it's awesome. Well, uh, yeah, I feel like uh, usually I just ro- I wind these things down with just like if you think your friends, family, ex girlfriend, bartender, drug dealer, anybody's listening, um, I figure just give them a, a quick shout out. Uh, they they may or may not. Appreciate it. I don't know. Mm, quick shout out. That's a tough one uh, for anybody. Uh, I would, honestly, since this is a music centric podcast, I would say for uh, for anybody that uh, listened to me play the banjo at the beginning, and uh, my roommates at the time, uh, Connor and Jamie, for sure, they put up with it for a couple of years. So I hope uh, I hope they're happy. I'm on a podcast now, you know, so it all. It all paid off, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. Is this actually the first podcast you jumped on? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Oh, awesome! I, I listen to them all the time, for sure. I, uh, I listen yeah. to quite quite a few. You ever, uh, as a as a music podcast, you ever listen to Inside the Musician's Brain? I'll have to give that one a follow. Yeah, that one honestly is might be the coolest coolest music one that I've I've encountered. Uh, it's Chris Pandolfi. Uh, he's the banjo player for the infamous String Dusters. It's one of those bands I mentioned earlier that they are just, they're kind of 
the the top top dogs. Yeah, uh, as boring bluegrass goes right now. But yeah, that one that one's really cool. But yeah, this is this is the first time anybody offered to uh, to pick my brain. So I appreciate oh. it. You know, cool man. Yeah, definitely happy to to get you on and I don't know make new friends. That's pretty much what I'm in this for. So um, yeah, man. You too. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll send you over some of my band's music just for uh, shits and giggles. Yeah, please do, man. Always, I got. Uh, I'm a farmer, so I spend lots of time in a tractor. Uh, I got yeah. plenty of time to uh, listen to music, so I'm uh, always always open for some suggestions uh, from friends awesome. for sure. Yeah, definitely. Sounds like a good life, man, for sure. So right I'll uh, I'll try to edit this up. If you can, you said you might be able to give me like some splices of some MP3s. Maybe just yeah, pull. yeah. If you give me if you give me tonight, I'll I'll look over and say. I mean, what are you looking for an intro like a, a clip or? Yeah, I mean, probably like a thirty second to two minute clip is cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't think I'll get this released until at least a week or two from now. So you got time. All right. But, cool. Yeah. Let me look through that uh, MP3 I sent you. I might, I might have some other ones too. That was just like a quick search of uh, my drive and phone and all that, all that good stuff. But I may have some laying around that might be a little cleaner. Um, but either way, it's not, all of them sound alright. I can cut thirty yeah. seconds. Bang on a banjo and sounds pretty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just to, like some kind of clip I could slap on there to give people like a feel, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I'll look so, for, and I'll I'll send it your way. That'll be a that'll be cool. Yeah, dude. Well, um, like I said, nice to meet you again. Yeah. Uh, this digitally this time, but uh, yeah, I, I really do like going out there that area. I'm usually like in uh, Brunswick a fair amount in the yeah, at least in the fair, in the uh, summer. Um, yeah, we uh, played the the double banjo band. Uh, we. Which, which is called Solid Hollow. I should stop calling it Double Banjo Band. <laughs> uh, it'll be, like I said, it'll be out there in a couple of days. But uh, our first gig was uh, Main Street, Brunswick. They have a beautiful little park there and mm -hmm. uh, stage. Um, and we played there a couple of Fridays ago at night. And, I mean, it was sick. All the people from the town came out. Um, yeah. You know, it was I mean, it was it was as good a gig as as you could ask for, to be honest with you. Um, and they have some really cool things going on there musically too. The dude I'm talking about, Phillips, um, is is in the process of getting a building for a folk school. You know, they're going to be teaching folk music wow. and like songwriting and like they're they've got some very like cool cats living in Brunswick and people that care about arts and music. Um, yeah. So that's I, I I can't take I'm not going to take credit i'm not part of that at all i just happen to play the banjo with the guy um but i'm excited to just live here and be close to it because it's it's cool yeah. you know <laughs> uh, it's cool to see stuff like that pop it up you know like you wouldn't always expect it but uh when you find it it's cool yeah. here it's a it's a weird spot it's on the river it's but it's freaking beautiful um you know the people yeah you, there's all kinds of people there and it's cool that there's enough there's some there's some good people there. Hell yeah. Well, um, like I said, cheers. Cheers, uh, man. It was nice meeting you. Next I appreciate time you. Come on. All right, man. Well, have a good night, and uh, we'll be in touch. I'll be texting you about uh, this episode.
So cool, man. I appreciate it. Until the next time. Yeah, brother. Be good. Later, dude. So, yeah, I want to thank Andrew for coming on the show, and thank you for listening. In the background, you're just kind of hearing Rock Creek Revival jam out at Milk House, and it is a live recording, but uh, they should have some new stuff coming out soon. So, anyway, have a good week.